0: shots It's bound to get heavy Big brother big brother
1: big 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 brother big brother big brother big big big, big, brother, big brother Welcome brother, to BBA Day brother, with Zivi big, 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 big brother big
0: brother big 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 brother Hot shot big brother hot shot If you got the talent this could be your time so rise to the challenge like you destined to shine It's big brother like you never seen it feel it hot shots
1: Let the conversation begin. And indeed it has. Good evening and you're welcome once again to BBA Daily with Zibi, the podcast. There was an evening full of drama right after, you know, the last podcast from yesterday was recorded. Uh, You know, we all had a spectacular time, you know, watching the presentations. Some were good, some were not so good, but thankfully Big Brother thought they had done enough to win the task. Thank goodness. And the housemates were really happy that they had won the task. You know, they had some drinks from the storeroom, and all of a sudden, drama, drama, drama. You're welcome to Big Brother Africa, the daily podcast. And like I say, Zibby is what I go by. I just got so carried away, so excited. Like whenever I'm here and recording this, I'm basically jumping for joy. Like, yay! Drama, drama, drama! I've got a huge surprise for you today. We've got a very special guest who is someone that can tell you what it's like to be in the Big Brother house. And of course, it's none other than the dashing. Housemate from Uganda, Mr. Kyle Duncan. He comes up later on in the show, so don't miss that. Moving on, you know, a lot of us have been thinking you know, the housemates weren't coming out of their shells. They were still a bit boring. You know, they still thought they were being friends. But thankfully, yesterday, some incidents happened and, you know, the claws were let out and the drummers coming out. And that is what we want. Seriously, I'm not just going to sit around and watch a bunch of people just, you know, singing Kumbaya. I want people that are going to give drama. Because, you know, it's entertainment, isn't it? So, you know, really happy. Um, yeah, some people were a bit hurt by what happened. Okay, I'll start with um, Tayo and Arthur. Apparently, um, Tayo, I missed that, but Tayo said to Arthur that he thought Idris from Tanzania was, you know, he did a better performance with the comedy. I thought so as well. A lot of people thought so as well. I actually said that on the podcast yesterday. And, you know, Arthur didn't take it too kindly. And... Um, you know what happens, you know, in situations like that, There, are people call the shit-starers. So the shit-starers, you know, came in and threw it all up, mixed it all up, and, you know, it just blew out of proportion. So it was basically like, um, tire was dissing, uh, Arthur's, um, means of livelihood. So, I mean, I could see people, you know, talking and talking I what was going on. There are conversations everywhere. And for some reason, ah, we need more cameras. We need to see what is going on all the time. It's 24 hours, isn't it? Okay, so, um... Ella, Frankie, Alusa, JJ, and, um... There was a party downstairs, like, you know, the traditional Council of Elders, and they um, they held this meeting dissecting Tayo, and, you know, they, you know, were not too happy about what he had said. What struck me, though, was Arthur was quiet most of the time. Um, apparently, Tayo had apologized to him, but the shit stairs just wouldn't let it go. So, you know, Tayo felt really bad upstairs, and I think Tayo is a bit too much sometimes. Like, you know sometimes shut up you don't have to say, you can think it in your head, you can laugh in your head but don't say it potentially when it's um, a situation where you know there's so much at stake, it's a competition, you guys are not family, like Tayo later said, he said, I just realised we're not a family here, it's a game, and I'm like, dude, Tayo, really, a family, if you want a family, go back to your house in Lagos, they you know, the funny runs. those are your family, not some random people who are all competing to win the grand prize, so, um, I understand, you know, it seems like Tayo is a very open person, and he was a bit hurt, and he did tell Esther from Uganda that, um, He had no idea that Arthur was a comedian, that Arthur, Arthur, I'm sorry, I can't pronounce that name, had told him he, you know, had a show, and he thought it was like, you know, just regular radio show stuff, so, makes sense, um... Uh, so he probably didn't know that Arthur was a comedian with a comedy radio show. And to be honest, I wasn't exactly impressed by Arthur's comedy on opening night, and neither was I impressed by it yesterday. I saw, however, Idris was absolutely spectacular. He did a really good job. And, uh, Tayo just went into this mood where he starts remembering so many people that had died. Like, wow. You know, um... I think, you know, he actually told Esther he might need counsel in coping with his cousin's um wife's death, because it was so sudden and unexpected. So in a way, I did feel bad for him. But hey, it's a game, and you brought it upon yourself. Just sometimes learning to shut up, sometimes learning to say it. I mean, I think, you know, shutting up is a better option, because if what is being said is not exactly, you know, important, or it doesn't directly affect you, you don't need to say anything. You know, just keep it to yourself. And, yeah, so that was it with... Tayo and Arthur's fight. It went on for a very long time. Tayo seemed a bit deflated. And Esther's like, oh, they killed your vibe. He's like, no, they can't kill my vibe. I thought that was good. So yay for you, um, Tayo. And um, now, on to the spectacular, spectacular thing. Um, I told you on the previous podcast, day yesterday, how Sheila had been flirting with Tayo, and all of a sudden she noticed Lanla from South Africa. I cannot pronounce that name. Lanla was drifting towards Mira. And when she realized Taya wasn't interested and she was losing landlord, like the sharp chick that she is, next thing she did was get Mira and convince Mira to get into a relationship with Louise. Or Louise. Or Mr. Redhair. <laughs> yeah so sheila is so manipulative i'm loving it because that's drama it's something girls do you know um if you don't like a guy and the guy's you know coming on really strong and you don't know how to tell him for some reason you don't want to hurt him you just start pushing him towards your friend you know so <laughs> he's afterwards so, i think that's what Sheila's doing she's pushing mira to louis so her route with lanla is absolutely clear Sheila's playing a game though, and it's, you know, it's very obvious. It's a bit too soon to just walk in with a strategy. This is the point where you're supposed to, you know, try to study, see, will this work, will this work? Uh, like I said about Lanla, Lanla is a bit blonde. Um, I don't know if that's an act, but he is a bit blonde. He's not the smartest cookie. Uh, you know, a lot of the time he just seems uninterested and dizzy and confused. (laughs) So, it might, you know, work on him. I'm not too sure. But one thing I could notice was when four of them, you know, got into bed together, Um, Lala basically turned away, like he's facing the other side and not saying anything and acting like he's sleeping. But I noticed sometimes when Mira would say something, and, um, Sheila was by his side, and then Mira, and then Louise. So, it was funny because sometimes, you know, he was acting like he was sleeping, but Mira would say something, and then he'd sort of sit up and speak over Sheila to Mira. And with Lewis and Mira, you can tell there's no chemistry. Lewis just wants a girl to throw herself at him, but I don't think he's feeling Mira in that way. So it's a bit awkward, but, you know, Sheila, just she's got that strong personality, so she basically just forced them together. And she convinced Mira that, you know, it's um, eviction week, they need to do something, they need to get into relationships. Girl, the viewers are listening! I, I probably didn't say this, you know, on my tips on the opening, um, the very first episode of the podcast. But Africa doesn't like to see fake relationships. You know, no one wants to see a love rat. That is what happened to um, Miss P and Alex from... Big Brother Amplified, they got booted shamefully because of the fake romance, and then there was the incident, uh, Uti's first season, that was the second season of Big Brother Africa, with Latoya, because she was playing Morris from Uganda, who was absolutely hot, and Rico from Angola. I just love the way that sounds, Rico. Rico from Angola. That sounds sexy, Rico. Okay, yeah, so Latoya was basically playing Morris and Rico against each other, kissing them in corners and stuff, and she was the first housemate that got the boot. So, Africa doesn't like to see fake romance, especially when we know it's fake. So, Sheila, girl, mm, I don't know, but change your game plan. And something I noticed today was, I think Mira is now starting to like Louis, or pretending like she likes Louis, but she doesn't have a choice. She thinks that's what Africa wants to see. I remember they were sitting at a table um, in the kitchen, and, uh... Mira was sitting next to Lanla and they were having a conversation and Louis walks in and she just lights up and it seems like Lanla gets grumpy. Maybe I'm imagining things, but you know, I definitely think Lanla would have preferred because, you know, Sheila is a bit too much but I think Lanla would have preferred Mira. But hey ho, Sheila, you're a tough chick and I love that. Keep it up. It's all a game. Play, but do not get caught. And early this morning, um, there was some entertainment going on in the house. Tayo was, you know, the skit director, and he had Lillian, Esther, um, Sheila, you know, joined in, and at some point, Sabrina came along with her forehead as well. So, um, there were four girls plus Sabrina's forehead, that's five. <laughs> okay, so first kit was, you know, two people on a bus arguing over space, it was so funny, it was hilarious, and then they had the basketball wife thing, but in this case it was the Nigerian musician wives thing, it was the band Durella. um... Okay, Mrs. DeBond, Mrs. Dorella, Mrs. Don Jazzy, and Mrs. Someone else. Last week, Davido, my boo. Yeah, Mr. Cute and Mr. Rich. Yes. So it was really entertaining as well. So big ups to Tyo and the crew for entertaining us because you know it, it probably was a boring morning. And the funny thing was while this entertainment was going on, JJ was on the outside bitching about Tyo. It was so funny. And then you know how Tyo just shakes people all the time. The Tyo walks out after the skit. I see He's like JJ and they talk and they shake and they hug. And I'm like. Oh, this reminds me of Judas. But I mean come on, it's so difficult in the house, you know. In regular life, you hate someone or you can't stand someone, you can't be around them. But you know, in the house they're all stuck with each other. I don't know how they manage to keep all those smiles on the faces really. It's so so difficult. And um speaking of Tyo, wow. Have you guys noticed how much Tyo loves to shake people? I mean <laughs> Tayo is always shaking people like you're having a five-minute conversation. You know what, let's have this mathematical equation and if you can figure out the answer, please tweet me or drop a comment after this podcast. Um, If Esther and Lillian walk into a room and they see Tayo and they have a five-minute conversation, how many times would Tayo shake each of them approximately? Yes, if you can figure out the answer to that I'd really love to know. So please let me know. Cause, um, yeah, Tayo is a bit of a shaker. And I didn't say this at the beginning, but I was so excited. We've got a former Big Brother Africa housemate to share his story with us. I'm so, so excited. Let me show you are as well. So don't go anywhere. We'll take a break now. And when we come back, we'll speak to that wonderful, wonderful housemate. He's such a lovely guy. We spent, you know, hours chatting today. And, um, i our- tell you about the twist in the game don't go anywhere
0: big brother big brother big 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 brother big brother big brother big 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 brother hot shot, big brother to the challenge like you shine it's big brother like you never seen and feel it don't go unless you go and to you need chance because the spotlights are so bright so when you reach that height you will have to fight all eyes your name and likes, you want the fame, man. I'm like, it's your right, gotta get into action. Drag out your passion, the life to live for, drive it up, and you can catch it. Fame and fortune is all you got. When it's rise, the hot shots. Big Brother Hot Shots, start 7 September, exclusive to DSTV Premium, DSTV Compact Plus, DSTV Compact, and DSTV Mobile.
1: You're welcome back to BBA Daily with Zibi the Podcast, and of course, I'm Z-I-B-B-Y, and that is what I certainly go by. Okay. So everyone probably at this point is aware of the ridiculous twist in the game. I call it ridiculous because I don't get it. It doesn't make much sense to me. Um, There's no need, you know, going over and over. So I'm sure everyone, you know, we're all BBA super fans and we all know what's going on. Well, this is my take on it. I think that twist has lots of problems. And there are about six or so and I'm going to list them out. Um, First one is, it's designed to rip off the viewers. Me, you and everyone else voting. I mean, technically, I haven't voted. So (laughs) I can't be, um, you know ripped off but subsequently i might have considered voting i mean the 25 housemates up for eviction thing was totally ridiculous okay fine and good we're trying to cope with that and then we've come up with this big brother has come up with this ridiculous twist i mean are you kidding so basically we're voting twice every week once for you know to see what group goes up for nominations and then we're voting to save like seriously big brother are you giving us free money to vote like I think it's designed to rip off the viewers, rip off the viewers, and I think it's definitely unfair. Big Brother might be broke, so yeah. Okay, second reason is the borites are guaranteed to go really, really far. Imagine someone like um, Trigaza. Now I saw a very funny tweet from someone who asked if Trigaza's audition was done in sign language. I think uh, I can't remember the exact handle, maybe Spunky C, but it was really funny. So people like the borites you know, have a chance of of going far as long as they stay on a winning team. And to me, that is unfair. We don't want boring people all the way to the end. We need entertainment, man. You know, I'm watching TV because I'm trying to be entertained, so that's why I'm watching Big Brother. And number three, viewers vote for not the performance, you know, the performance which is presented, but the team that has their favourite housemates, you know. I mean, okay, let's say we've got A and B. Okay. Group one has, you know, the musical people, Casey, JJ, and I say JJ with me rolling my eyes, (laughs) and you know, everyone else on that team. And then you've got the other team with, you know, the not so great singers. I mean, but seriously, does everyone have to be a singer? Absolutely not. But I mean, people are likely to vote for team two because they think team 2 has got people they like, so it's not even based on the performance, so it's just basically ridiculous stuff, you're stressing the housemates out, giving them ridiculous sacks to do things they're probably not even interested in, and then making the viewers waste money, so people are vote are going to vote not based on the performances, how well the teams did, but basically because they want to ensure that their favourites don't come up for eviction, and um, fourth one is the head of house selects the team's you know, there's a very poor distribution system based on what we've seen with Lavida. Although I do not fault Lavida, girl, it's a game. You need the best people. Go for it. If Lavida thinks, you know, the Casey's, the Prometheuses, and whoever, uh, yeah, I'm ignoring JJ. <laughs> yeah, if Casey, um, if Lavida thinks, you know, those are the people that can, you know. Work for that task, nothing wrong with her picking them. You know, a lot of the people on the other team would probably have done the same thing, but then it's really unfair because it's not exactly project fame or X Factor, it's not a singing competition, is it? So, there's a disadvantage because you know, you can just pick whoever you want. And then, um, number five, yeah, it limits drama because you know, the nominations add to the drama. So, you can imagine if Tayo and Arthur or Tayo and Ella, you know, can't stand each other and they couldn't nominate each other, somehow they end up on the same team. Or maybe um, Tyr ends up on the winning team, or Ella ends up on the winning team, and then Tyr can't nominate Ella. Like, isn't that ridiculous? You know? It limits drama, it certainly ri- limits drama, and drama is what makes the entertainment come out. So, I don't know what Big Mother was thinking, I do not like this idea. And number seven, it's stupid, it's stupid, it's stupid, it's stupid, it is stupid. So based on Lavida's decision, a lot of people think, oh, LaVita's being strategic, blah, blah, blah. I don't exactly think she was being strategic because, you know, they're flaws of the plan. I mean, Idris, the, her countryman, is a good dancer according to him. I didn't really see that when he did the performance on opening night. His comedy was absolutely banging, though. Yeah, someone's going to turn around and pull Itayo and Arthur and Ella, Frankie, everyone on me. Okay, so Idris is supposedly a good dancer. Why didn't she put Idris in her group? I mean, if he's such a good dancer, he could probably have a very positive impact. But then again, she probably knows people are going to be voting based on who is on that team and not based on their skills. Um, Putting two country mates is guaranteed to give more votes, like the two Nigerians, Lila and Tayo, the two Rwandans, um, Frankie and Arthur. And um, who else? Yeah, the two Kenyans, Sabina, her f- oh, sorry, the three Kenyans, Sabina for her forehead and, of course, um Alusa. Yeah, Uncle Alusa. So, basically, you know, they're guaranteed to get more votes. But if by some reason, you know, the other team wins, those three people are in trouble. Because the votes from their countries are split between them. And that's what she tried to avoid, and that's why she sent, probably sent J.M. Um, Idris to the other team. So, you know, it's a bit left and right. Um, if they lose, it favors her. If they don't, it favors are either way so yeah that I don't know I'm still a bit undecided on that now um, we're gonna take some tweets just know I love 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 Twitter and there's some very interesting tweets all of, over the day I'd like to just go really really quickly to Twitter and we can see what people are saying because that's like the easiest way to follow the conversation so I'm off to Twitter now uh, I mean yeah what about if six people leave on Sunday from one group because everyone is off, so it could be anyone going home. So what happens? Do you reshuffle groups, or do you let the groups go 5 man down, 6 man down? Like, I don't think Big Brother was really thinking this whole Swiss thing through. It's not really a twist to me, it's just a way to make money off the viewers, and for that reason I have decided I will not be voting until further notice. Okay. So, um, I've got some... Twist, okay, BBA fans who I absolutely love says, Can Biggie throw in another twist? You know, change the theme to debating. Team 1 would die. <laughs> and um, in reference to all the drama with Tayo, Arthur, Ella, Frankie, and Alusa, Miss um, KNZI sent me a twist, said, "SBJ, the day before the presentation, Sheila, Goite, and Reza were even jesting that Arthur tries too hard in his jokes. Wow. So it seems like a lot of people understand Arthur is a whack comedian. And something struck me today. Sabina, Ella, JJ, Alusa and Idris were upstairs in the bedroom. And Ella was massaging JJ right after she had given Lanla a steamy massage, wearing just a towel. Yes. Yeah, so um, Sabina says to Idris that his comedy was actually better than, Id- um, than Arthur's. And Ella, who was the champion of the course, uh, you can't say that about people. Basically, sort of smiled and didn't say anything. And they all laughed about it. And it's like, oh my goodness, these people are horrible. Now, onto our BBA alumni. I've just seen a tweet from Uti. And Uti goes, warning, impersonators still at large. My real handles are blah, 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 blah. So funny. And then Spicy C says, since morning, my Twitter account has just ceased. It must have been peeps from my village. I don't want me to keep up with that shot. <laughs> oh, you guys. I just love all of you. You guys make my day. Okay, it's time to head on to listen to... Mr. Bahamas, Kyle Duncan.
0: Hey, what up Africa? My name is Kyle Duncan, and I am from Uganda. I'm a TV presenter, a radio presenter, PR practitioner, and musician. I happen to be on Season 7 of Big Brother Africa, The One damned Star Game. So, um, let's look at this question. Okay, how does it feel in a big brother house hmm. Hmm. okay kind of sound like big brother don't I okay um, the experience is great it's thrilling it's uh, it's just uh, at first you feel like you know damn I made it like I'm in this house and the whole of us is going to be looking at me and uh, whoa I don't know what they're going to think about me so it's a lot of mixed emotion and uh You know sometimes you are aware, uh, you are very aware of the camera, sometimes you are not. Most of the times you forget actually, with time, being aware really happens in the first few weeks and uh, you forget about them as time goes on. And uh, the whole experience honestly, when you get in there, it just just becomes normal. You know, I hear people talk of strategies, but I don't know, I don't know. How would you use the strategies? That long. Well, uh, what I'm going to say is that it takes one to get in there and they'll feel what the Big Brother house feels like. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. I love that. And uh, who knows? I could do it again or not. Okay, uh, how has life changed after Big Brother? A lot of things have changed. A lot of things have changed. Well, um, before the show, uh, I mean, I, I kind of had my own following before that, you know. I've always been on radio before and TV before. Uh, but after that, it was a whole different thing, you know. Uh, people who are not really keen on you uh, become so keen. Um, you get a lot more followers. You get a lot more girls chasing you. You things become too much and then... Um, it's up to you to go show them and know uh, when to be normal and when to balance the showbiz lifestyle and uh, you know, and the real life because at the end of the day you need to know that you you gotta forget the whole showbiz thing and go and, and work you know, make some money, uh, pay the bills, you know what it is make sure your family is straight, you know so yeah, uh, after, after big brother I think life's been a little more uh, beautiful, I would say. I mean, I've got to see so many places I never thought I would go to. Uh, I've been, I've been everywhere in Africa, man. I'm uh, allowed traveling a lot, uh, so thanks to Big Brother, if I didn't know uh, people in those countries, uh, probably I wouldn't have gone to those countries. So yeah, life has been great. I've loved it, honestly. Question number three: What's the most challenging? about being in there wow Most challenging thing about being in the big brother house let's see ah uh, damn like I mean I'm such a late night person like I just love staying up and I don't want to wake up in the morning I always hated the waking up in the morning You yeah that buzzer, it's so annoying like it's like, <laughs> I, know, I know you get what I'm trying to say, uh, but the most challenging thing perhaps would be nominations, when you're up for nomination, um, you're always thinking, am I going to leave on Sunday, am I going to stay, does Africa love me, does Africa not love me, so that, that feeling is this, it makes you feel weird, it, it's tense in a way, when you're up for nomination. Um at first, of course, you know, try to mingle with uh, everybody in the house because you have to talk to everybody and uh, you fight with somebody today and uh, in the morning, you cannot avoid them, you're just gonna wake up and see them next to you you don't know what to do you ain't got no other choice but you know, try to keep it calm and you know, apologize and, and be real be a nice guy so, yeah, that's uh, pretty much the most challenging thing about it and uh, it's just about you being able to balance um, being in a house and uh, so you have to be you have to remember there are people watching so okay. Grown people everybody's watching so you, you have to mind that as well um, any tips house man. Uh, Let me see. Tips, tips. Uh, there's just, there's just one tip, really. You just have to be yourself. Simple. Just go there. to do what you have to do. If you have to, you see. If you, if you need, let's say, if you want to get some money, you just have to do what you have to do. As long as it won't kill you, right? So, if you want to get in the house, do whatever it takes, and get in there. That's the first tip, right? But. Get in there if you're such a pretender. No, you won't. So be yourself, get in there, and uh, do what you're to do. Wait, right. how? Uh, what do I think of Esther? Ah, uh, Jesus Christ. This girl is um, the epitome of mad. Yes, she's really mad. Uh, uh, a lot of people have come to call her blonde and uh yeah I tend to agree she is blonde but she's very interesting she is very she's raw you know very very raw I think the the last all the last housemates Uganda has had um okay some have been quite blonde others have been great others have been you know cool and calm uh I tend to think 90% of the housemates do into the house, they have all being uh, smart. They know their stuff, but uh, I'm not saying Esther doesn't know her stuff. She's great. She's just, she's just cuckoo. Like in the head, she's just, she does what she wants to do, and probably that's what we need uh, to get the money. And uh, I'm all in for her. I'm just, I just have to, you know, push for her, support her. Maybe she's going to get the money. But look at Ella as well. Uh, she's Ella is. She's a she's a smart one, you know, she's I mean she's happy in the current Miss Uganda and all. She's she's smart and uh, I believe both girls are gonna go fly in the game. And I hope one of the girls brings the money home. Yes. Go fly in the game. And I hope one of the girls brings the money home. Yes. And uh let me see, my message to Uganda on independence. Well, um, um, such a political guy, that's for sure. But, um, I mean, 52 years of independence is, is something big. Um, yeah, so to every Ugandan, uh, uh, happy independence, I guess, that's what they say. But being an independence day and a holiday doesn't mean, you know, life has to stop. We gotta do what we gotta do. So, tomorrow is gonna be ten of October, and uh, there'll be no more independence until next year. So, yeah, every Ugandan, yeah, make sure you don't drink and drive tonight, just be yourself.
1: Thank you so much, Carl, for that lovely message. And that was Kyle Duncan from a Big Brother Africa star game, Housemate. And um, that was the season in which Keegan from South Africa emerged victorious with the money. And it's Uganda's Independence Day today, and Kyle has sent that lovely message. I think in the suite of love and, you know, unity, it's only proper that I send a message to Uganda as well in Swahili. I mean, yeah, my pronunciation might not be spot on, but trust me, it's the love and the message that counts. It's from the heart. So Uganda, this is what I'm saying to you. Habari Watu Unzuri Ya Uganda Mei we Kukwa Na Unguvu Na Kufikia Uku. So that is for you, Uganda, on this lovely day of your independence. And like I always like to say, Africa arise and shine. And like Maki too said yesterday, Africa, your time is now. It's time to go, and this is the part I absolutely do not like. But not to worry, I'll be back here, 21.30 Central African Time, tomorrow evening. And we'll sign off. Have an African evening. Good night.